Welcome to the Social Siren Podcast and get ready to talk about business, marketing, and how to juggle it all alongside the roller coaster of life. You'll learn from us what works, what doesn't, and how to bridge the gap between success, frustrations, family life, and business ownership. If you've got a business or just thinking about one, we've got some interesting things to talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Now, here's your host. Hello and welcome to the Social Siren Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Reedy, business owner, social strategist, marketer, and mom. And I'm here to share the ups, the downs, and the hard lessons of business ownership with you. Today I have a topic that I probably won't cover again, but I suppose never say never. I obviously am new to podcasting and there's quite a few things I've learned and the learning curve is a little more steep than I anticipated. So I thought I would share some lessons from one newbie podcaster to another, and hopefully your learning curve won't be quite as steep as mine. I have wanted to start a podcast for a while, but there were a lot of fears and misconceptions and assumptions about what podcasting would look like that really kept me from moving forward with that goal. I'm talking 18 months or so of me avoiding it, procrastinating, just playing over in my head about all of the things I would need and the amount of time I would need, the tech that might be holding me back. So basically I was fully wrapped up in all of the reasons not to do this thing that I actually really wanted to do. But what ultimately made me do it actually was starting to feel a little bit burnt out. I know that doesn't at face value make a lot of sense, but part of what I do in my business and just as a person with a certain level of expertise is teach rural and brand new business owners social strategy and marketing and just overall business and growth coaching. But I've gotten to the point where I can only take on so much, but I don't want my audience and the people and businesses that I care about in my community to miss out on learning just because I'm feeling maxed out. What ultimately pushed me to finally start the podcast is this can be an avenue for me to teach people in a more scalable way so that I can go a little further than just one person maybe could on their own without tools like this. Long story short, that is how being overwhelmed in my business made me add one more thing to my plate. But here are a few of the things that I've learned being new to podcasting. Number one, full transparency. You're probably going to suck at it at first. There are quite a few nuances to recording and editing, posting, and just being comfortable enough to have your own voice come through in a recording that the first few are not going to be great and that's fine. It's part of the learning process and just accept going in that they're not going to be perfect and that's fine. Number two is it's going to take some time to find your voice. I never expected using a platform that is primarily me speaking with my very own voice to have trouble finding my voice in this recorded way. The first few recordings, I was hesitant and awkward, and I felt like I needed to use what my husband calls my phone voice. (laughs) 
which just isn't me. So give yourself some time and potentially do some practice recordings to get yourself used to being comfortable using your normal voice and personality in a recording. Yes, I had trouble finding my voice when using my voice. (laughs) Number three is speaking of your voice, listening, listening to yourself takes some getting used to. When I was recording my first few podcasts, I can't even tell you how just physically uncomfortable it was to hear my own voice. It's just not something you normally hear. It's like listening to your voicemail. You always feel like you sound terrible. That'll take some getting used to, but it really doesn't take very long. But I'll tell you, one of the huge advantages of this that I didn't anticipate is listening to my own voice and taking in the way I speak from a more third-party perspective has given me a lot of insight in the way that I speak and has allowed me to adjust so that I have more clarity. I'm able to see, I'm able to hear a lot of those ums and I had no idea how often I say the word so as a transitional word. The kind of hidden advantage to listening to my voice as I am editing these podcasts is I can use what I hear to improve my public speaking and my courses and my podcast. Yes, it's really awkward to hear your own voice, but I'm really glad that I did because I was able to improve. Number four is... Yes, you probably want technology to help you, but you don't have to break the bank to get decent audio quality. I bought a mic on Amazon. It's a Yeti mic, and I actually really like the quality. I think it's good, and I maybe paid $80 for it. So all of the research I did prior to launching the podcast or beginning to record made me think that I needed to spend hundreds of dollars on good audio quality because... That's what I see on people's video podcasts, but you really don't need to. And I've talked to a lot of podcasters who just use their phone or use Zoom audio and their audio sounds fine. Don't let the tech aspect keep you from moving forward because it's okay to start somewhere. And if your phone mic or the mic on your computer is where you need to start, that's okay. You can grow into other equipment and play around with what you like as you go. And speaking of recording, a bonus lesson about recording that I learned is initially I thought that because I'm just recording this, I can record a little bit, pause, take care of my kids, clean the house, do some work, you know, live, and then come back and record some more. That did not work for me. The audio quality when I stopped and started recording was terrible. My tone of voice was different. I was often in a different part of the day. So my energy levels and my mood were different. So the tone of voice and audio quality just were not good when I was going back and forth and starting and stopping recordings. If you're going to record, try to do it in a time where you can sit and do it all at once. And maybe you're better than me at staying consistent in the way that you speak and your mood and your level of energy. Or maybe you're better than me at recording quality audio at different times while starting and stopping. But that's my advice and that's my experience is it just did not work for me. It didn't put out a good product. 
And if you need any more proof, you can just listen to my previous podcasts because you can definitely tell that the audio is not ideal. So next, I think we're on number five. Let's talk the logistics of launching and hosting your podcast. I honestly just went with the first podcast hosting platform that I found, which was Anchor. But the more people I talked to, the more I found out that there are a lot of different options and they have different features, different analytics options. I recommend you do some research before you just jump into the first one that you see. I got lucky and I like the one that I found, but with so many different personality types, I am certain that a certain platform isn't going to work for everyone and work for your workflow. So take even 20 minutes to just do a quick Google search to figure out what hosting platform you want to use because there's tons of places to host your podcast. Number six, don't be afraid to get a little bit of help managing the ins and outs of your podcast. I had no idea, but podcast managers are a thing. There are experts out there that specialize in editing and getting you guests for your podcast marketing your podcast, podcast strategy. Don't be afraid to either bring on someone to help you full-time or pay a consultant to teach you a few of these things or help you align a strategy for marketing your podcast. That was total news to me that podcast managers are a thing. And I met a few and they are wonderfully knowledgeable. And you know I'm a big fan of outsourcing the things that you can so that you can focus on the important things in your business. And this is certainly one of the things that you can outsource. Of course you can't outsource the actual recording. That's always going to have to be you and your personality. But I found as far as editing time goes that it was taking me about three times the amount of time to edit the podcast as the podcast recording was. So if I had a 20 minute podcast, it was taking me about 60 minutes to edit that. And that kind of time adds up. And I don't know about you, but I personally don't have time to just sit and edit a podcast after I already dedicated the time to record the podcast. So don't be afraid to outsource the tasks that either don't interest you in this journey or can be done by an expert or someone that's passionate about it. And the final lesson I learned, which really aligns with the first few I talked about, is don't be afraid to be yourself in your podcast. I, again, spent the first few podcasts, some of which didn't even get published, feeling like I needed to be some super professional version of myself. And it's just not sustainable. You're going to be recording a lot of these get comfortable with being yourself and allowing people to see that people aren't going to come for a fake version of you or a polished version of you. They're here to, they're here for your personality, your knowledge, your expertise, and to hear directly from you. Do what you have to do, practice, do a few with guests to help you get the energy and feel more comfortable. But at the end of the day, just get comfortable being yourself on the podcast. Now, I'm sure that I have a lot more lessons to learn in this podcasting journey. I mean, I'm what, six podcasts in, but I've learned so much in just the month and a half that I've been doing this. 
and I've really enjoyed the process. So hopefully these few quick tips on what I've learned as a newbie podcaster can help you either jump in and start the podcast you've been procrastinating, or maybe it will help your learning curve be not so steep. Now, if you're listening to this and you're an experienced podcast host and have some advice for us newbies, I would love to hear it. You can reach out to me on Instagram at instagram.com slash social siren marketing, or you can send me an email just at social siren marketing.com. I would absolutely love any advice anyone can give me because again, pretty new to this, but I'm enjoying so much being available to my audience in this way. So thanks for joining the social siren podcast today. Be sure to leave a review if you can and hit the subscribe buttons so you can get content as it comes out and help me grow my brand new podcast would be greatly appreciated. I will see you next time. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Thanks for joining us on the social siren podcast. For more information on guests, transcripts, and everything about social siren, go to social siren slash podcast. Remember to subscribe because this podcast may just change your life.